Hello and welcome to the Nahrain Network podcast series. Today we're joined by Mohammed Jassim, director of the Mosul University Libraries. Hello, Mohammed. Hello. It's good to have you here at the UCL office. Thank you. Tell us about your work. We have started in preparing and getting back the library after the liberation from Daesh in January 2017. First of all, I would like to thank you for giving me this great opportunity to speak about the library and Muslim University in general. And also I have to thank all the Iraqi forces with all their types because they made all the sacrifices in order to liberate Mosul city and without them we wouldn't be able to come back again to the city of Mosul. Mosul University has more than, right now, has more than 40,000 students, has 23 colleges with 123 departments, scientific and humanitarian, in addition to eight research centers. We have in the university about 5,000 staff members, in addition to 6,000 employees in the university. After the liberation, the, all the staff members and students turned back to the main campus of the university. Now they are back and we were able to complete a studying year. We had a wonderful year. The students completed their exams and we gave them the results, so everything were fine. Though we still have too many challenges that the, our labs were destroyed completely. Some of the buildings were also completely destroyed. And the main library, the Central Library of Mosul University, which I direct, is completely destroyed and burnt by ISIS terrorist groups. How many libraries are there in Mosul? Actually, we have four libraries. The main one is the Muslim University Library. Also, we have a public library. And also, we have a library of museum. Finally, the library of Sunni endowment. And all these were destroyed or only some of them? Yes, unfortunately, all of them were destroyed. Muslim University Library, which I'm going to talk about, is the biggest one and one of the leading libraries in Iraq, which once hosted more than a million resources, 600,000 in Arabic and 400,000 in English. We had about 10,000 reference materials. We had about 7,000 publications, books go back to the foundation of Iraqi government in 1921. We had books, real collection of real books, about 7,000, which were unfortunately, most of them were destroyed. Some of them go back to 1,200 and 1,300. We had about 2 million e-materials, electronic books. It is really a big loss when the library got burned and destroyed. And you're working on rehabilitating the Mosul University libraries. Yeah, once we came back to the city, we I wrote an appeal letter, like addressed it to locals and international institutions. We have received donations, especially from local universities. From Al Kufa, we've got nine thousand materials, and we've got from all different universities in all over Iraq. Also, we have received donations from Book Aid International, about 4,000 books. We had about 3,000 books from Plymouth University and from Manchester University, about 1,500 of our students worked with the administration in the University of Manchester to collect and donate materials for us. 
Our hardest issue right now is we don't have a building for the library that burdens our work. It's really difficult because we are just like running through two different places. And back to the donations, we have made fruitful discussions with University of Oxford Press. We are working to move and get access, have our students access to their e-materials. They were really very supportive for us and we are also working with BookAid International to renew the contract with them to get a long-term partnership. We think that this is a new muscle and the international world should support us as long as we are all unified and defeated ISIS. So we believe that we should all reconstruct and rehabilitate most of the most university and especially the library because the library represents the heart of the university. It's a center of knowledge, center of education, and it represents a lot when people and students get the resources from most university library. It means that they can just stay in city and do not think of leaving the city again. So we've made a great progress in that. We are getting in touch with many institutions and universities and also in the United States we are getting in touch with Rutgers University. We are working in order to get a long-term partnership with them. We are waiting for fruitful discussions with them. Also there is an association in the U.S. which is concerned with support Iraqi American Association. They are working in collecting materials. Hopefully we'll get their materials soon. Could you just tell us about the damage to the central library? This is not the university library, the other library that has been damaged. Do you know anything about that, the type of damage? What kind of collection did they have? Actually in the public library they have two different types. Books, that they still have sort of old rare books. Fortunately the building were not destroyed but We've heard different stories, but we are sure that they lost most of their collections. In the museum library, they had rare books. Books go back to 7th and 8th century, so they... And these were get, burned by Daesh? Yeah, burned by ISIS groups. Towards the end of their role in, in, or in the beginning of, of Daesh's control of Mosul, do you know when these books were burned, or systematically right through their presence in Mosul? Actually, during ISIS, we were not in Mosul, but we've heard different stories about, but we are sure that they get burnt when they knew that Iraqi forces approaching, so they burnt everything. And also we have some stories that they looted the books and took them somewhere else. We are not These sure are the, about that. the valuable, precious rare books. Yes. Do you think perhaps they were traded because they were valuable? Yeah, they're very valuable books and we think that they just, we've heard about about some stories say they took it Syria through Rekka, something like that, but I'm not sure about it. And you're one of the recipients of the Nahrain Network and the British Institute for the Study of Iraq, Iraqi Visiting Scholarships grant. You'll be based at the British Library. Could you tell us a bit more about that and what kind of work you'll be doing with the British Library? So I should thank Nahrain Network for this great initiative. 
Actually, I'm going to do is just work through the digitizing the material that are recovered in Mosul University Library, and it gives me a good time to make a sort of arrangement through the donors and work expected from me here from the British Library because I we expect and everybody knows that the British Library represents a lot in the world in the field of library and field of resources, and I think this is gonna be a great opportunity to. Get get in touch through different institutions here in UK and I'm sure it brings the benefit to most universities in general and for the library in specific so yeah that is much appreciated for Professor Illinois Robson and for everybody who works at the Nahrain Network. Can you tell us about Mosul University? When was it established? What kind of state is it in? Was the university destroyed? What kind of support is needed to rehabilitate that university? Yes, uh, this is actually a good question. Mosul University was established in 1967. Originally, there was a College of Medicine which was established in 1958, but officially in 1967 was the date when the university established. So, as I mentioned earlier, the university has 23 colleges in scientific and humanitarian. The university has more than 40,000 students they are finished the studying year just finished that and we had an amazing year because nobody thought that we'd be able to complete the studying year as you know destruction or destruction percentage in most university is about 70 percent most of the buildings get destroyed or burnt or affected by ISIS terrorist groups but the staff that wonderful job they just started to fix the the classes from their own efforts they worked hard in order to make something unreal to be real they did a wonderful job nobody expected that i can tell you that we saw our professors working fixing painting okay, the classes in order to have the students come back again in order to also to revive the life of the university and also for the library tools and we are working through different substitute sites receiving materials our committees are working to distinguish the books and send them to reactivate the college or department libraries. So in the university, there is a wonderful work. We have everyday activities going on in the university. For the first time, you can see at the university students from the south and from other parts of Iraq now are studying in Mosul University, and that wasn't been the case before either ISIS when they came in. It's really hard to find someone from the south or from the middle to study in the University of Mosul. But right now, everybody is working and studying there, just like brothers and sisters. Everything is fine, I think. And just we need to, the services to be back again. We know that UNDP is working hard, and I can tell you that only UNDP is working in Mosul, especially Mosul university and we've heard uh, initiatives from uh, French government through the unit of francophony is working hard in order to find out what kind of support that they can offer us work is going on there how can the international community support the rebuilding of Mosul but particularly 
the library itself? What is required at the moment? Do you have equipment? Do you have chairs even? Do you have scanners for the, for the few books that are left? Actually, when we came back to the university, we didn't have anything. Even we, we've bought some materials from our own pockets. But later on, through the contacts with international communities and institutions, we were able to get support from Prince Klaus Fund. I have to mention this. This is in the Netherlands. Yeah, this is a very wonderful initiative and we appreciate it. We've got urgent materials like computer chairs, tables, and finally we've got port and lorry for the library just to move on and to carry books. Also, we've got uh, donations from Charles University in Prague. They collected money and they bought us urgent materials like computers, scanners, and other stuff. So these are really part, yeah, because that keeps our work going on. How are students now studying? What kind of materials do they have? What do they have to study with? Actually, some of college libraries are pretty well. They are working well, still have their own resources. And also we have the Iraqi Virtual Science Library, which is an electronic, let's say almost it's an electronic access for our students. They can just get access easily to it. And we, before we came, we, we knew that Ibisco participated and completed contributed in the Iraqi Virtual Science Library, which is a great aggregator of publishers. So we are working in that. We are trying our best in order to get at least e-materials for our students and researchers to keep the studying going. They are really rely on the materials they have it right now. And I can tell you that they completely depend on the materials from the internet. And in terms of preserving some of the rare manuscripts and books you have, you've said that there were some that weren't affected by the destruction. What do you need from the international community? Do you have scanners, for instance? Do you have equipment that can actually digitize? You've mentioned that there are newspapers from the founding of the Iraqi state. What can the international community offer in terms of that kind of work? Actually, once the, the university liberated, a group of young people volunteered and rushed to the library to save or to recover what might be recovered. And they succeeded to recover several thousands of materials. Most of them were rare books, very important books and newspapers. Again, go back to 1920s. So I guess this is a, a great call for solidarity and support to have a unit to digitize these uh, materials. Unfortunately, we lack the equipments, we lack the scanners that are because you know that we have to preserve these materials and we should take care of them. And there is a there is a specific way to deal with these materials. So and there is a sort of specific devices that can be used in order to preserve these materials. This is why I am coming next time to British Library in order to figure out what kind of 
materials needed and also this is a call for international organizations just to find out a way to support us by getting us the devices needed in order to establish this unit so again this is a call for solidarity to preserve and support Mosul University in general because right now we don't have labs in the university we don't have devices we don't have equipment and the 40,000 students are studying and doing their best but I think that it's time for the international communities and organizations to support those students by providing them equipments, devices, labs, computers and books in order to revive Mosul City, Mosul University and Mosul Libraries. On that note, thank you very much Mohammed. We look forward to seeing you here, seeing you at the British Library. I wish you luck with your work. Mosul represents coexistence in Iraq. Rebuilding that is key to Iraq's stability, national heritage and development. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is a great opportunity and I would like also to thank Al Nahrayan for their great initiative and also I'd like to thank all the people here in UK who hosted me, IBBC, Oxford University, Book Aid International and also Zaha Hadid Architect Office. They welcomed us and I am really happy to be here in London and I look forward to work for a long-term cooperation. Thank you so much. Thank my you very much. Thank you.